The Gospel reading according to the book of Mark. People were bringing their children to Jesus Christ to have him touch them, but the disciples called at them for this. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not stop them. It is to, to just such as this that the kingdom of God belongs. The truth is, whoever does not welcome the kingdom of God as children won't enter it. And Jesus took the children in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel reading invites us to embrace a childlike mindset. I took this as a personal invitation to go back to my favorite childhood memory of when my uncle would tell us evening stories. He used to gather all the children in the house and bring us around this fire, sometimes a lamp or a candle. He would carry me or my cousin Marizia on his lap and all the boys would sit around us. And then he would launch into these amazing folk stories. Sometimes they were about the, clip, the clever rabbit, other times it was about giants and so many other things. This was usually the highlight of six-year-old Emily. With an open heart, mind, and a lot of curiosity, I would look forward to these evenings. When my uncle was home, I would listen intently and with my ears perked so that I wouldn't miss a single thing, just in case somebody in the room coughed. So with this very mindset, I launched into reading Genesis as young Emily. This opened up the story in a way that I had never read this story before. A story of a creator God, intentionally creating this world with the water as one of the main sources to enable and sustain life, placing us human beings as part of this magnificent creation that God called very good. This story is even more exciting for me because it corresponds with what I was told in school. I can tell you that this, as a student who took flora and fauna classes that were, by the way, very difficult for me to go through, this was very exciting. To find in the Bible the same scientific fact that the reason there is life on earth as we know it is the water, or at least, both this story and science agree that water is essential for life, which is why this next part is really painful and sad, that there are a lot of people in our communities that do not have access to clean water. Some have to go long distances to go to water sources and sometimes finding that water contaminated. One of such stories is a girl named Aisha in Somalia who has to wake up every morning at 6 a.m. to walk to a river that is about four hours from her home. And then she has to walk another four hours back to her home. Only this time, it's in the scorching heat of the Somalia sun with only slippers on. This is the story of many young girls and boys across the world with an estimated number of 1.2 billion people unable to access clean water. That number was a very shocking fact to me. But it is even more shocking knowing that most of our world is made up of water. So where have we gone wrong? This is a study that a lot of people have dedicated their lives to answering. And one of these reasons, one of the ways that we have gone wrong is in the way we interact as humans with the creation that surrounds us.
an aspect that comes forth for me in the Genesis story. God created us in this world, not as independent beings, but rather as a part of creation. But you see, we have undermined the codependence that we share with all of creation. We have turned inwards, caring only and mostly about our own needs. Building dams for energy, creating barriers and redirecting water to places that benefit us, cutting down trees and polluting the environment and so many other ways. We, in many ways, have created an imbalance in the world, which has resulted in global warming and drastic climate changes. One of the results of this climate change hit close to home not too long ago. Just in 2016 and 17, California experienced one of its most severe droughts in the Owen Valley area. In an interview with one of the tribal members of the Owen Valley area in California, addressing the issue of the water scarcity, they shared a little bit about their history, the history of their land. I learned in this, very, in this video how the land was taken from them. And when it was given back, the water that belonged to the whole world now belonged to the state of California. This concept to the tribal people was something that was foreign. They didn't understand how someone could own water. One of the members, Gerald Lewis, a spiritual language advisor for the Big Pine tribe said, water is life who gives you the authority to own life. This statement challenged me as a person who benefits a lot from the very human activities that are putting a strain on creation. But it also humbled me and reminded me that we are not the authors of life, but that God is. And God created us in this world as part of creation, not outside of it. Water, like to many tribal nations, is sacred to the Christian faith. It is in and by the water that we are initiated into this community of believers. By the waters of baptism, we are reminded that we have been chosen and loved by God, called into God's work here on earth. This Water Sunday is very special to me. A couple of years ago, I was discerning on whether I should stay in the Lutheran church or find an African evangelical church that I was very familiar with. On one Sunday morning, I came in with my two brothers, or at least I think I came in with my two brothers. It turned out one of that Sunday was a creation season Sunday, and Pastor Jan was preaching on a water theme. I remember being seated in the sanctuary and this beautiful display of a picture of a river just flowing down. And I couldn't get my eyes off of it. I wasn't sure what was going to happen in this service, but I was just caught up with this image on the screen. And then Pastor John launched into preaching. And it was here that my mind was caught up. Like a child in a candy store, everything else around me just faded and I was caught in this new truth. Christian faith calls me into being a caretaker together with God. Mind-blowing because I was just fresh out of college and I did an undergrad and some of my classes were in environmental management. And I remember 
coming out of school and so sad that we are destroying our environment but not knowing what I was going to do and how I was going to be a part of changing this. And here I was, sitting in church with this thing that has been weighing on me for a while. And my, my spiritual pastor here in my own congregation was talking about this very thing. My mind was blown. And I don't remember most of what Pastor Jen preached that day, but I remember that it was this moment that John 3.16 says to be about humans, but for all of creation. These were not definitely the words that Pastor Jan used, but for me, this was a way of me to entering into a new reality of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be part of God's creation in this world. This Sunday and many others that follow changed my worldview. My faith was renewed that morning. That Sunday has become, in many ways, the reason that I am here, standing here with you, inviting you to embrace a mind of wonder and openness like that of a child, with ears perked up like little Emily listening to her uncle, and a heart open to listen to the Holy Spirit and where she is leading you into these communities who are already living in harmony with nature. An invitation to allow nature to be a reminder that we are not alone. God, the spring and the water of life is with us, guiding us and speaking to us in ways that are much deeper than we are connected to in this world. We are invited to open and to receive and share the many gifts that we receive from this spring that never runs dry. Water is a reminder to be humble and to be in harmony with all of creation. As you can see right here behind me, we have a beautiful source of water. We have a bridge right behind us and this beautiful greenery. All of this has found a way to live together and to still sustain life in ways that are marvelous and wondrous than we know. My prayer for you is that you continue to open your eyes to the world and to be curious like a child in every place that you go, to look at the waters and be reminded that we are not here alone and this creation does not belong to any of us solely. It belongs to all of us as a community of God's creation. May you receive and continue to walk out in the world with wonder like that of a child. Amen.